Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I guess uh, you saw this. I, I, is is the entire roster for Auburn going to be taken up with quarterbacks? <laughs> yeah, well, they don't have one. Or they didn't have one last year, so they need to find somebody. Open tryout. Well, Michigan State's, formerly of Michigan State, Peyton Thorne has uh, committed to transfer to Auburn. So, add that young man into the quarterback mix there at Auburn. And, uh, Trey, it sounds like a decision is coming very quickly on Jaden Muskrat as he uh, ended up his official visit at Arkansas. Yeah, this is a guy that Arkansas has been after for quite a while. I mean, they obviously he was going to take the visit, um, Last weekend, I think it was last weekend, time yes. flying, but yeah, I think it was last weekend and, and was sick, and so um, was able to finally get up here, but it almost just kind of feels like a matter of time, you know, just waiting on him to make the call. So, um, Arkansas needs another offensive lineman, at least one more, and so uh, that would be a nice addition, um, especially this late in the game. Um as we mentioned before, they've got seven spots available. Technically, they could probably use two offensive linemen, but they can get one that's good. And at the top there, you know, I think they're pretty well set with, with the top six guys, two guys, you know, probably Tikias Crawford and, and um, Josh Braun battling for the right guard spot. But, you know, they, I, I think that they could use some help at, you know, backup center. Maybe this is where a guy like Muskrat could, could come into play because um, – Right now, I would say probably Patrick Kudas. You know, a second-team depth chart on the offensive line doesn't really mean that hey, the right guard comes out and the backup right guard goes in. That's not what it means at all. And for them to get Kudas in at center, if Lemmer had to come out, and that means moving Kudas to center, that means moving Brady Latham to tackle, and then that means putting, I guess, Takias Crawford or Josh Braun, whichever's the backup, uh, at guard. <laughs> so that's a lot of movement just to fill one spot. So uh, I think they'd like to get somebody they feel real comfortable about at center. Is Muskrat, is he a tackle or is he a guard? He's 6'3", which yeah. seems a little undersized, if you will, height-wise, for the tackle position. I think if you're if anything shorter than 6'4", you're almost certainly going to be an interior player. Yeah, that's what I would um, think. If you if you are six four, then you need to probably be really, really long, really long arms. Mm-hmm. So that's um, usually tackles are going to be at least six five. Well, he played right tackle for Tulsa, but um, obviously, yeah, <laughs> that's not yeah. Arkansas. All right, we're going no. we're going to see if he's there. He has been holding for a few minutes. So I warned you. I warned you that was the duffer, but he couldn't hang on. But I think he was wanting to talk to Kevin McPherson in our previous segment. Um, I saw this, and I really thought that 
Arkansas was in at least the consideration for Ryan Wingo. But apparently Arkansas is not even on his radar. Well, it's been a pretty big gap, I guess, since his brother played at Arkansas. Um, so, you can, I mean, what was his brother class of? Ten years. Yeah. Yeah, over. <laughs> over 15 years. Yeah, so uh, I can understand why there wouldn't be maybe a, a strong allegiance there. But, I don't know, the crystal balls right now for him having born to Georgia. So, yeah, he mentioned that yeah, NIL wouldn't be a big deal. It was getting to the league, and that was his biggest thing that he wanted. And if you're going to go somewhere that gets players to the league, why not go to Georgia? <laughs> sure, of course. But, uh, I mean, he's a five-star recruit too, so he could – That's exactly right. He can probably do pretty well in NIL. <laughs> well, he visits Michigan the weekend of June the 9th, then Texas the weekend of June the 16th, June the 2nd, Georgia, Missouri, June the 23rd. But I got to believe he's just trying to cover his base with the hometown folks, so to speak, uh, by going to Missouri. I, I really don't think that would be a serious option, but who knows? They may come mm -hmm. up with one of those major. Arkansas hasn't done just outstanding with like legacy recruits. You That's know? true. I mean, there's some like the Henrys and the Beckett's, obviously, but uh, you know, aside from those guys, I can't think of a whole lot. I mean, I, I guess if you want to count Tavis Metcalf and TJ Metcalf, who's just a freshman at Arkansas, maybe they're awful close together. But I don't know. I can remember the past where. Um, you know, like Daryl Walker's son, um, you know, he ended up born in Notre Dame. Uh, I mean, I, I know that there are others also. Uh, hopefully, a couple, few years down the road, I think a few years down the road, Diesel McFadden is coming around. So maybe that'll, uh, since his dad was such a legend at Arkansas, maybe that'll have an impact. <laughs> Of course, Barry Foster's son, or not Barry Foster, but uh, Barry Sanders' son, you know, obviously Barry Sanders is a leg, uh, legend at Oklahoma State, but uh, he didn't choose Oklahoma State yeah. now. He was at Heritage Hall, wasn't Is that right? Heritage Hall? I, I remember he was in the, yeah, in the, in Oklahoma. Well, you think of legacies, uh, except for Eli, uh, the rest of Mannings went opposite directions. Yeah, uh, sure Peyton went to Tennessee, obviously. And now the grandson, Arch. Yeah, he didn't have a too good of a spring Texas. game either. So he may, he may be third on the depth chart coming into fall practice. Would that be a shock? I mean, considered he was third, would be a shock. Yeah, considered <laughs> yeah. that he was second, wouldn't <laughs> the number one recruit in the entire country? Yeah. But um, yeah, well, Quinn, you were you were you were yeah yeah uh, was number one quarterback prospect coming out a couple years ago, so. Actually, he graduated early. He would have been in last year's class. Trey, the month of May holds a lot of significance. Uh, we know about the 31st. That is the deadline to enter uh, or withdraw your name from the NBA draft. Uh, but it's also in May 31st down in Destin. Isn't that the uh, time for the SEC spring meetings? Should be about that time. We've got a few people from 24-7 going dedicated to, to covering SEC stuff, so I'm not going to that, um, which is why I don't know it off the top of my head. But um, 
that sounds about right, Randy. Well, the reason why I said that is because isn't this also the time that I, I do believe all the SEC will find out whether or not it's going to be an eight or nine game schedule going forth with Texas and Oklahoma? I've got news for them breaking. It's going to be a nine-game schedule. Well, I think it's Surprise. going to be a nine-game schedule, yeah. Does anybody think it's not going to be a nine-game schedule? Uh, well, <laughs> let me uh, let me. Has anyone talked closely with ESPN? I, I think ESPN could probably give us the answer. What do they want? They probably want a nine-game schedule yeah. too. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. They'd probably take a twelve-game schedule if they could get it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen. But no. I think also uh, you would think that we will find out what will be the format uh on that on that same in that same meeting whether it be uh still remaining divisions or whether it's going to be one basketball i hope they don't do take away the divisions in baseball i wish they'd go back to the divisions in basketball uh i hate that it doesn't seem yeah baseball doesn't seem necessary just to do the right way with the divisions i liked the reason they did it years ago with basketball is because the East was was so dominant. Yeah, yeah. And the West was kind of struggling, but, I mean, that's not the case. I mean, you knew when they did that, it would change. I mean, it wasn't long ago that the East in football was, um, you know, kind of a little brother. Um, and now the East is very strong. And so you can't just go off stuff like that. Basketball, I don't see, I don't see why you need just one division. All the way down. I, I think you, you should split it up. Uh, football. I don't think there's any question that they're going to, you know, three permanent opponents with a nine-game schedule, which I think would be great. The only thing, it's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, think it'd it's be, great. be great for a lot of reasons. It gives us. It takes away. You still. You, you know. You still require play one tough non-conference out opponent, uh, out of conference opponent. Um, you know, from the Power Five Conference or Notre Dame or BYU. Well, BYU is going to the Big 12, right? Uh, so, you know, and Notre Dame probably needs to go to a conference now because they're always going to – they're never going to get a bye in the in the college football playoffs, you know, because they're not a conference champion. So I would assume that at some point they probably do that. But that's – I'm getting off, off topic. But, uh, well, that's okay. you know, I think, it, I think it makes it better instead of having – you know, basically, you have four non-conference opponents, and three of them are what you would say are winner wins. They haven't been that for Arkansas lately, uh, but typically, three winner wins that goes down to two winner wins, and one tough non-conference. I think that's a lot better. A lot better for the fans. A lot better for TV. A lot better for everything. Trey, the Razorback football program is starting to promote their camps that are coming up next month. Uh, second week of June usually is when they when the camps start up. Have you heard any of the top prospects that will be heading up to Fayetteville for the one-day camp on June 11th? I, I could not even begin okay. to tell you. <laughs> I wasn't no. sure, so I I heard yeah. it. I saw it advertised on social media, so I didn't know if, mm -hmm. if players were starting to come out and say, I'll be there, all that good stuff. So just wanted to check that out. Yeah, no. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't even cover the camp. Danny, you know, pretty much takes care of all that. So. Gotcha. Speaking of the month of May, and this is something I want to say has been going on for the last couple of years, but 
I certainly can be corrected, and that is the One Razorback Roadshow. It will begin Monday the 15th in Harrison. If you'd like to go to the lunch event, that is at Buckets Sports Bar and Grill. Then in the evening, it will be in Batesville at the River with men's basketball coach Eric Musselman and women's basketball coach Mike Neighbors. Then on Tuesday, May the 16th, it will be in Wynn. That's going to be a I gotta believe that's gonna be a tricky event there. It's at Witcher Auctions. And if I'm thinking where that is, that is just outside the city limits of uh of Wynn. I mean, it, if you're coming from Augusta in that direction, it would be on your left. Uh plus tornado relief community service project. In the evening, it will shift to West Memphis, and it will be at the Mississippi Terrace at the Bass Pro Shop with football coach Sam Pittman. And this may be a first. Wednesday, the 17th of May, there will be a lunch event at Mariana uh, Off the Square Cafe. Then it will shift to Little Rock to Fassler Hall with football coach Sam Pittman. Then the final day of the One Razorback Roadshow, May the 18th, that's a Thursday, lunch event at Hot Springs at the Crystal Ridge Distillery. In the evening, it will shift to Russellville at the Old Bank with gymnastics coach Jordan uh, Weber, along with tennis coach Jay Uwadi, and soccer coach Kobe Hell. So if you want to attend some of these events, uh, be sure and get in contact with these folks that are in the different areas, whether it be Harrison, Batesville, Wind, West Memphis, Mariana, Little Rock Hot Springs, and Russellville, if you'd like to be part of the one Razorback Roadshow. Guys, are, are is this like the third year for this? Second or year, third year for this? I'm not sure. I don't remember it last year. I think they did last year. So maybe this is just the second year. Anyway, that is uh, the one Razorback Roadshow. I'm sure you can go on to ArkansasRazorbacks.com and all that same information I just read you a moment ago, you can find there. Uh, Trey, baseball tonight, what's your gut feel? Arkansas, you know, I, I we went off, Kevin and I went over this earlier, and uh, Dave Van Horn said he looked out in the outfield the other day and he saw the mash unit of injured players who are out there trying to stay in shape Obviously, some cannot even take batting practice. Some obviously can't throw, but they can run. Well, maybe except for Josenberger. Right. But uh, what's your gut feel about this series with Mississippi State? I got to tell you, Kevin, I don't feel good about this weekend series. Oh, I don't either. Yeah, I think I don't think they win the series. Honestly, I think they got mm-hmm. too many guys that are injured, and I know Mississippi State is not good this year. But you and I were talking off air just a minute ago. 
they've had a lot of talent come through that program. Cade Smith is was a top fifty national ranked player in the twenty twenty class. He's going to challenge that lineup tonight. Hagen Smith starting. He needs to go six or seven innings, and if they do, if they're going to win a game, it'll be tonight. I believe that's just me. I'm going to go with Andrew Ellis. Our he's our primary baseball guy. He goes to Arkansas, takes a series two one. I think it's interesting, by the way, that the last two World Series winners, first of all from the state of Mississippi, but both of them are struggling this year. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can't really add a whole lot. People know I don't know a whole lot about baseball, but <laughs> I just kind of turn it on and, and let it play in the background. But, uh, yeah, um, I'll go with the Hogs winning the Series 2-1. Stick with Andrew Ellis. The reason why I even said that only because of the fact that I felt good up until yesterday's news. When Peyton Stovall uh, was out for the series, I'm thinking, oh, my. And I love Peyton Holt. I think Peyton is a great yeah, when, when you're talking about needing to step in and fill a void. Uh, I like Harold Cole. But both have been inconsistent with the bat. And we know what you're giving up. Uh, of course, I got to believe, Kevin, this injury to his shoulder has really affected him at the plate it as has. much it, as anything else. Yeah, because that's his lead shoulder. It's his right. right shoulder. So that's his lead shoulder. That's where he gets a lot of the pull pull power from. So, yeah, uh, we could see him struggling over the last four or five weeks. And, of course, right. Coach Van Horn said it's been happening for the last six to eight weeks. And he set out earlier this season. So I'm hoping they can get the inflammation down to where he can be here for a good postseason run because they're going to need him in the lineup. Got to get Wagner back. Got to get Josenberger yeah. back. I mean, yeah, I bet just... I bet they'll be back if not next weekend, the the last weekend of the season. Trav... Wagner's hot right now. He's ready to get back. <laughs> yeah have Have you ever seen a rash of injuries uh, beginning with football this year, then going into basketball, and now into baseball? Have you ever seen this kind of hmm. injury situation at the University of Arkansas? Anything you can. Seem... To it. it does seem like a lot um, compared to it. I don't know, but I mean, I, I can remember back when Brett Bielema was at Arkansas and they seemed to have a broken foot every other yep, week. You're you right. Know? And I don't know what that was, <laughs> what that was about. They never, they never really figured it out, but um, <laughs> they definitely wouldn't say it was the shoes. Uh, <laughs> it's got to be the shoes. <laughs> <laughs> We're not, not going to get them saying that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's probably the closest thing. That's just one sport. I mean, no, I don't know if I've ever seen it like this where they had so many decimated in the secondary, basketball team, and then and then baseball the way it is now. Have a great weekend, Trey. We'll talk with you on Monday. That's Trey Biddy of HogSports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.